Okay, welcome back. This is this is not what I expected, and today we have Sammy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining. We both just got coffee, um, and today I guess what we wanted to talk about is um, the price of putting yourself online. So I actually was thinking about this <laughs> on the way uh, back because we just got coffee. Um, and I was thinking it would be kind of cool if you wanted to start with one of your lovely stories oh of people on Instagram. And then we can kind of go more into the topic. But, uh, yeah, so tell us, tell us, you said you had uh, somebody that wants to be your sugar daddy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Um, it was, like, before I even started, like, really modeling, I just was, like, I had kind of just a following on Instagram just apparently people liked girls with colored hair and yeah. shitty tattoos. Like, I don't know. Um, this like dude one time just like came up in my message requests. And I don't know. I don't even know why I go through my message requests. Honestly, like it's always a gong show. Yeah. But, um, he was like, Oh, like you work at Watchmen's question mark. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause at the time, you know, like stereotypical bar girl, like, Oh my God, come visit me. Like yeah. <laughs> all I posted about, um, and I was like, oh, yeah, why? He's like, cool, like, I think I'm going to come down and, like, visit today. Like, are you working? And I was like, yeah, sure, like, whatever, why not? Mm-hmm. And then he, like, came in and, like, sat at my bar, like, all afternoon, whatever, and, like, drank a whole bunch and then, like, just hit me really well and was like, yeah, like, we should go out for dinner tonight. And I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm fine. On second thought. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, uh, I, mm, rats, I have plans. <laughs> And, like, he kept name-dropping people that I knew and, like, other people that worked in the industry. And I was like, okay, Ew. so this guy, like, can't be that weird if he, like, knows all these people. Yeah. Like, he has to be, like, a regular-ass person. And I started, like, asking my friends about him. And he was, like, they were, like, I don't know. Like, he comes in. He skips a lot. And, like, he always has, like, one girl that, like, is his favorite, which is pretty standard yeah. for being in the industry. And then he just, like, kept figuring out the days I worked based on, like, my social media and stuff like that and, like, kept coming in to visit And then, like, one day I ran into him at, like, a different bar, and I was just there for dinner, I think, and, like, just chatting with my friend, and my car got broken into, actually, and he was like, oh, my God, like, are you okay? Like, what do you need? And I was just, like, just super distraught about it, and he's like, cool, like, don't worry about it, like, I'll get my friend to fix your window, like, you just have to pay for glass or whatever, and I was like, oh, yeah, for sure, and then he, like, got my email and, like, sent me $500 to get my fucking window repaired, and I was like, he's like, yeah, just pay me back whenever, and this was two years ago. And I keep trying to pay him back, and he, like, won't let me. Do you ever think that he's the one that broke your, broke into your car? Not until now. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, maybe. You were telling me that, and I was like, I wonder if this was, like, an elaborate setup where, like, I don't know. Broke into your car and then tried to play savior or something. (laughs) Maybe. It was 17th, and, like... I don't know. Like, my car yeah. had gotten, like, almost stolen the week prior. Yeah. It was just a tiny shitbox. You so, have, like, like a, lot of, a lot of stores with your car. <laughs> I have really bad luck. <laughs> to know one time, I was like, you just should probably not drive. <laughs> like, you're a fine driver, but, like, you should just not drive. All the stuff that happens to your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some dude started it with, like, a fucking, like, a screwdriver and then took it yeah. out and, like, backed it up. And luckily, the steering wheel locked up. And so he just, like, left it parked in the middle of, like, my work parking lot. Oh my god! And my boss was like, "Is there a reason you're parked like an asshole?" And I was like, "What do you mean? I parked in a parking spot. Like, went out. My car was just broken into." Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Well, more about this guy. So you you told me that you 
this guy still talks to you. Yeah. So he has come to like every job I've worked and like visited me with like. But like, how does he know? That's what I. Because I'm like fairly public about where well, I work yeah, on the internet, true, I guess. which yeah. I am considering not doing anymore. So yeah. I'm tired of people coming in and being like, "Oh my god, like I know you from Instagram, mm-hmm. sick dude." Like mm. code for like I've seen your butt on the internet. <laughs> like that's actually I find it I don't know why I find it kind of weird when people say that they like know you from Instagram. I don't know. Maybe it's that's like, just me. It, it's cringy if you don't like talk to that person on Instagram. Yeah. Like, if you're not internet friends, it's decently cringy. It's almost, like, even better to just, like, not even acknowledge it and just be like, oh, hey, Megan, or, like, oh, hey, Sammy, instead of, you know, I don't know. Yeah, or, like, I know you from somewhere, but, like, don't tell me where you know me from. Yeah, I just feel I can sit there and think that you know me because I've worked at 17 bars in the city. (laughs) Like, that's my favorite. Or, like, maybe I was your youth leader. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I'd much rather that than... Oh, like, I know you from Instagram. Like, I followed you for so long. You don't post as much anymore. Like, I'm aware. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm perfectly but, aware. Yeah, so this guy still messages me, like, often. Like, comes in and visits me often. And I'm always like, oh, my God, like, let's go on vacation. Like, fully well aware that I have a boyfriend. Wait, like, so how old is this guy? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I want to say, like, mid-30s. Okay, yeah. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely wild. And, like, when I met him, he was in, like, he was married. Oh. But I don't think he's married anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that kind of changes things. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned um, about, like, being public about where you work. And that actually brings us to a great uh, segue of the price of putting yourself online. So what do you think... um, I guess, about people being public with, like, their work and stuff. Like, because for me personally, I don't, I've never, I don't think I ever really, I mean, when I was working at the salon, I used to post quite a bit that I worked there, but when I worked with Milk, I never really blatantly said that I worked with Milk. At least I think, I might have mentioned it once or twice, but it was always one of those things where it's like, is that something that I should post online? And your story, because this guy obviously is kind of creepy, <laughs> and Wild. it kind of raises the point, like, is that something that we should bother putting online, or, because I mean, I don't know, this is just me, because, so when I was in, we had a class actually on, like, privacy and surveillance, and so many people were talking about all the stuff that they put online, like, they, they didn't realize, and everyone after this class was like, I'm going to stop putting all my stuff online. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I post everything online. My whole life. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I feel like it's never, for the most part, been a big problem. Yeah. Like, for the longest time, like, when I worked for, like, ranchments and stuff like that, like, if you got a certain amount of people in the building, like, you get extra money. And um, so that was a big thing. And it's always nice to, like... <laughs> It's always nice to, like, have your friends come in or, like, other industry people. And so I always posted when I was working to get, like, people to come in and visit me. And people still do that. Like, people always post, like, oh, working tonight. Like. Yeah. Like, I still share all the unicorn specials and stuff like that all over the place. And, like, I'm just pretty public about it. Because, like, otherwise people don't know. And, like, people are like, oh, like, are you open? And they can, like, ask me questions about it and stuff like that, which is nice. But. You know what's funny, too, is um, before I moved to Calgary, I didn't really know, I guess, I mean, I'm sure it was always a thing, too, but, I mean, I'm from Fort McMurray, so 
I don't know how often people do it there because it's such a smaller town, but um, I didn't really realize that, like, following, like, bartenders and stuff is, like, such a huge thing, especially in Calgary. Like, I don't know how many people I know that work in, like, like, in that industry, and I always see them posting about stuff like that, and it's never been something that I, like, thought was a thing, and now I'm like, wow, it's it's a thing. Like, yeah. people do it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's something that, like, I've always just, like, I watch other people do it. And I was like, yeah, like, I should probably do some kind of promo for the company, right? Like, yeah. use my platform. And, like, it was always, like, a marketing thing. And then I stopped yeah. for a while. And I, like, didn't really notice that much of a difference. So I don't know why I'm still, like, yeah. I'm going to share this. Because, like, nothing changes all that much. Like, if somebody really wants to come visit me at work and they know where I work, they'll text me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, that's interesting, too. Um, another point that I was going to say, actually... Um, about the whole price of putting yourself online too is um, the idea that when people do see you out, they like feel the need to say something. Yeah. Or like I've had people message me and be like, "Oh, were you at Starbucks earlier?" You're like, <laughs> and I just I don't know I don't know why I find it so weird, especially because okay, so let me rephrase that. I think the reason I find it weird is because so many people prefer to just watch you in a way and then later yeah. on they'll like message you and be like oh I was also there yeah. <laughs> and it's like why are you telling me this now it's like, like it was a huge meme in like the kind of like local show community like dudes oh, that would sit yeah. there and be like oh, like, I saw you at the show, but I was, like, I was too shy to say hi. You're, like, that's <laughs> fucking weird, dude. Like, yeah, sick. Like, I've never met you in my life. Uh, why, like, why are you telling me this? Yeah, I know. It serves, like, no purpose. I remember, I just remember that one time when I was at Starbucks. And, I mean, there was, like, a couple times, but this one time in particular when I was at Starbucks, and then somebody messaged me and was, like, oh, like, I saw you there. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to say to that? Like, it's almost like great. better. Like, I would rather someone be like, oh, like I saw you, but like, I don't know, like, I didn't want to interrupt or whatever. Yeah. Like that's that's fine. Like obviously, like it's whatever. But then it's kind of weird when people are just like, I saw you there. Yeah. Like, like I, where's that going? <laughs> cool. What's the point of that? Yeah. Just telling me that you saw me. Yeah. Or like. I get it sometimes where people are like, oh, like, I came to visit you at work, but, like, you were busy. Like, you can say hi to me while I'm running my ass off around work. Like, it's my job. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that would be. Were you buying shoes today? Yes. Yeah. Weird. You can wave. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, messaged somebody and been like, oh, like, I I, I saw you at the mall. Like. Yeah, I think I've seen some people that I, like, know of on Instagram, but I've never... Felt the need to message them after and be like, I was also at the store today. Yeah. It's like one thing if it like comes up like naturally, like in conversation, like you see them some other place and you're like, oh, like wild. Like I saw you at the mall like two weeks ago. Ha ha ha. Like funny. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, I don't know. I just find it such an interesting subject, Um, especially because a lot of people, do value their privacy and it's not that I don't I just find it an interesting topic because so many people don't want to put 
a lot of stuff online. And, ooh, actually, that brings me to a good point. Um, this is not related to uh, privacy, but um, let's talk about putting yourself online and then, uh, like, expectations. Because you see, like, for example, like, when you look at, like, beauty influencers or whatever, yeah. like, everybody always has this expectation of them that they need to speak on every single brand and, like, every single issue that comes up. Like, what do you think about that? Do you always feel, like, do you ever feel, I should say, like, people are constantly asking you to speak about something or that because you have a certain amount of followers or you usually talk about stuff that, like, you're automatically responsible for talking about other stuff? Yeah, like, I mean, I use my platform a lot to share information on like issues and stuff like that. And like, I've had people message me and be like, Oh, like you're sharing all of this stuff about like the protest, blah, blah, blah. But like, do you know, like this is still happening? Like, yeah, yes, I'm fully aware, but like, you know, it's not really, it's not my job to keep everybody informed on absolutely everything. Like I, I, I'm not even choosy on what I share on the internet. Like, but like, I feel like people just, like, automatically assume that, like, if you have any kind of following, like, it's your job to educate the masses of your followers. Yeah. And, like, which is kind of wild because, like, I feel like you attract people that have, like, a similar mindset to you. And, like, my friend actually said it the That's, other day. Yeah, I, and he was, like, you know, because I was, like, yeah, like, I haven't had a whole bunch of issues with people, like, calling me out or posting things or been, like, oh, like, I'm unfollowing you. Like, I can't believe you want to defund the police. Like, because everyone that follows me is, like, yeah, like, I agree with what you're saying. Or, like, they agree with it in some kind of way that they're, like, oh, this isn't worth me, like, picking a fight with her about. Yeah. That's actually a really good point because I find a lot of people who do get into hot water. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I do believe if, like, this is, I guess, a little different from, like, say, like, an influencer does something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, I do believe they have, to a degree, of course, some responsibility in, like, speaking on it. Yeah, 100%. Depends what it is, of course. Like, again, it's, like, very ambiguous. But in this aspect, yeah, I completely agree that it's, like, you attract the people that are similar to you. And if there are people that, like, don't agree with it, then... To be brutally honest, they can unfollow. Yeah. I just like, had that mentality too where it's like... Oh, I have that happen on like my it, Facebook like, actually. Like my Facebook is full of humans that like I've met over the years that I don't really talk to anymore. Yeah. Like my ex-boyfriend, all of his friends are really like... Just stupid. <laughs> no, like just like enjoy being ignorant, mm-hmm. I think. And like that's their whole personality is like, oh, like everybody says Black Lives Matter, like... Yeah. Like, and I posted something like along the lines of literally like, if you think it's okay to run over a protest or delete me, and I had so many people be like, "Don't stand on the road if you don't want to get run over." I'm like, "Oh my god!" I swerved to not hit like magpies. I hate magpies. Like, that's a shitty bird. But like, I'm not gonna run it over. Like, that's a life. But like, yes, you're right. That truck driver that like drove over a whole bunch of people, like. He was scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just needed to get to work. Like, no, obviously he's doing it as a counter-protest. Like, that's a fucking issue. Yeah. Like, so many people were like, yeah, you're just not willing to see my side of, the, like, my opinion. I'm like... That's what pisses me off, That's not an too. opinion, yeah. dude. Like, you're just trying to start shit. And I hate that, too, because it's like, 
okay, but are you willing to see my side? Because clearly not. You know, and like throwing out links and shit, or like I shared the picture of the, like little girl that got fucking pepper sprayed. Yeah, walking home from getting groceries. People were like, "Who brings their kid to a protest?" I'm like, "Who pepper sprays a kid?" And then like posted all of this information on it, and they were like, "Yeah." I don't Whatever. remember. Oh my god, this reminds me of a Facebook post I saw. I don't know where it was. But all I remember is that somebody was um it, I don't think it was about the Black Lives Matter movement. I think this was something to do with Trump maybe. And somebody posted a link from it might have been I think it was YouTube. Somebody posted a link from YouTube being like, "This is where I got my information." And it was like like a fan-made video. <laughs> I was like, yes, that is a great source of information. Very trustworthy. Sources. (laughs) Or, like, people that use, like, opinion pieces as, like, facts. Yeah. They're like, yeah, well, like, this journalist said this. I'm like, this journalist didn't cite anything. Like, great, you're citing somebody else's opinion. Congrats. Somebody else thinks like you. And it's literally an opinion piece. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, it's so wild to me. And then they sit there and they're like, you don't want to be educated on a subject. And I was like, yeah. I've had three months to do nothing yeah. but sit on my phone. Like, trust me, I'm educated on the subject now. Plus, I find, too, um, in terms of, like, influencers and stuff, like, it doesn't seem to matter what people do. They could say nothing or they could apologize. And people don't care. No, they're going like, to be people, mad. Yeah, people are pissed off either way. It doesn't matter. People are just mad. And I just find that a little annoying, I guess, because it's like, so you wanted them to apologize, but now they're apologizing and you're saying that it's not sincere. Like, of course, what do these people think that they're actually going to, like, literally sit down and apologize using their own words? No, they probably have, like, yeah, they a hire somebody. or somebody. There's a reason that Well, if you have that big of a trained. fucking following, like, yeah. you're going to need a publicist. Exactly. Like, you're going to need somebody to do your They have to have somebody PR. reviewing it so that they make sure they say something that totally. isn't completely weird. Yeah, or, and, like, meaningful and, like... And doesn't come across, like perceived as multiple different ways because once that happens then people could say anything yeah exactly and then people are like oh this sounds so crafted yeah because because it is <laughs> like i don't think that makes it any less genuine by any means either like i don't yeah. know like i i can't speak on that as much because like obviously me and my like, me and my thirteen thousand followers just like <laughs> but yeah i don't know like i definitely think People hold, like, influencers and just people, like, public figures or just people that they know on the internet to such, like, a high yeah, standard. it's true. Like, they like they're not people. Know, like, everything all of the yeah. time. Yeah. But, you know, there was actually, <laughs> not to be Gandhi or anything over here, but there was, like, a really good quote that I saw the other day. Uh, what was it? It was, like, you'll never be criticized by somebody doing less than you. Or, no, you'll never be criticized by somebody doing more than you. Yeah. You'll only be criticized by somebody doing less. And I agree with that because I think, you know, if you have the time to sit there and analyze about what other people are doing, clearly you have too much time on your hands. Yeah, I don't know. Could be better served somewhere else, yeah. And, like, I... I'm the first person to be, like, super judgy of anybody that was sharing, like problematic brand stuff yeah. over all of this and like been like well like are they gonna apologize for like sharing like dolls kill stuff like everyone knows they're problematic yeah. apparently not everybody knew they were problematic apparently it was just like my very niche twitter knew that dolls kill was problematic until yeah, this all I, happened i didn't know anything about that situation whereas until, i i was so. like boycott dolls kill for the past like two years and everyone's like why and i'm like oh google it <laughs> 
That's actually a good point, too, because I find a lot of people, like, for example, like, I see a, a lot on, like, uh, like the makeup side of it, like, just perusing Instagram. Like, so many people will rage at people. For example, Lime Crime. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know what Lime Crime is, just look up, like, the whole entire, like, situation with Lime Crime, because that's... Are they problematic again? Uh, not... I don't think a whole lot anymore, now that <laughs> they, That was so long ago. I, I know that, uh, Doe Deer or whatever, she's, like, still part of the company. I don't yeah. think she has that much say, but I know she's still part of it. But, yeah, so, obviously, like, they have this, like, reputation, and depending on the person, it's the same thing with, like, Jeffree Star, like, his cosmetic brand, like... People either love it or they hate it or they, like, are super problematic. Yeah. It depends, like, who you ask, I guess. Um, but it's very interesting to see, like, I mean, those two are probably fairly extreme. Maybe Lime Crime is a good example just because it is one of those things that maybe not everybody knows. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, say somebody tags, like, Lime Crime in their look. All of a sudden, all these people are like, oh, like, how do you not know? About yeah, like, are you not educating yourself? Like, you don't do your deep dive research on every brand that you put on your face? Like, yeah. you just thought that color was cool? Like, who do you think you are? Exactly. And it's like, when you think about all the shit that you have in your life, like, how many people actually go out there and do that much research? Maybe this is, you know, maybe people are going to call me out for this. But I just truly believe, like, I'm looking at my stuff right now. I'm like, okay, so look at all the brands. Like, uh, I don't know, like... I got this freaking book from Amazon and I got like, you know, my backdrop from some brand called Newer. And then I got like yeah. my furniture from Ikea. And like, you just think about like all these little things, like even the, like you go to the grocery store, you get a bunch of food, but what about the people that are making the food? Like, where did they, you know, yeah. like how many people actually sit, sit on their phones and like look up every single brand and I mean, like attached to every single thing. Yeah. And, like, I get it. Like, I think just in general, everyone kind of needs to be, like, a more educated consumer and, like... Oh, for sure. I but, think like, that... also, who has that much time right now? Yeah. Like, I, I, it's such a catch-22. Like... I think for me, if it's... What I'm trying to get behind is, like, if it is important to you, then, yes, I do believe mm-hmm. you should be... Like, I'm doing my best to be, like, a more educated consumer. Yeah, and, and like, I think that bugs me, too, because a lot of people they'll just immediately get so outraged and it bugs me because it's like not everybody is that way yeah you have to understand that like not everyone is wired the same way that you are maybe it's going to take them a little bit longer but do you seriously think that raging on them at them on the internet is going to make them want to change their ways probably not but if you were to say it nice you know yeah like I don't know like for example if somebody commented on a photo of mine and was like Oh, like, I don't know if you know, but, like, some of the brands that you use, like, there's some issues with them. Then maybe I would be more likely to be like, oh, shit, thanks for pointing that out. Let me go do my research. Instead of, like, I can't believe you fucking used that brand on your... Yeah, like, who do you think you are? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it's super important that people need to not be holier than thou about Mm -hmm. things. Like, the whole point is to, like, educate this person, right? Like, um, what was I going to say? Like, I just found out that, like... Fashion Nova doesn't just steal from, like, small, like, artists. Like, they steal from, like, a lot of, like, black-owned, like, small designers and stuff like that. And, like, I just read this whole Twitter thread on it. And I was like, well, guess I'm never shopping at Fashion Nova again. Yeah. Not that I should have to begin with because fast fashion. But also, like, (laughs) consumerism. (laughs) I know. I was going to say, it's really hard when you're 
bombarded by like so many it's weird like so many brands but at the same time it's like very niche in a way like there's maybe like the top 10 like fashion brands and then there's like the top 10 like I don't know grocery stores or something like that and it's like we're always bombarded with like the same brands Mm -hmm. even though there is a lot of stuff out there but it is like one of those things where it's like yeah you know one of those like up like what are the options I think I've learned a lot just like my Twitter is just like super woke all the time it is actually really interesting I don't use Twitter that much but it is um the odd time I do go on it it's like pretty informative <laughs> like I feel like out of Twitter's all the, my like favorite social media yeah right like now. out of all the social media I go on like Facebook is for memes yeah that's it <laughs> Instagram is basically just photography and then I go on to like Twitter and it's like people being like like, like have the opinions. restructure the government <laughs> yeah <laughs> fix the world yeah it's like I, yeah I don't know it's wild and it's true like I see on Twitter all the time that you have like a lot of people don't realize like so say yeah okay we want to stop you know, promoting fashion over and stuff, but we do have to educate people as to why, as to why. Yeah. And that's going to take some time. Yeah. And it's not one of those things where you can just boycott a brand and then overnight, like they're dead. Yeah. It's going to take a while. Like not everyone's going to know. Yeah. There's a lot of people that just don't fucking care and they'll just go on fashion over and order stuff and then that's it. Yeah. So you have to understand, like you have to educate people if you want to do anything. Totally. It's the same thing with like, like Dolls Kill made this like big comeback because they like, they were canceled, like, I want to say it was, like, two years ago. I don't yeah. really remember. Because they were totally canceled, like, at least in, like, the alt community. They were, like, yeah, like, they are anti-sex work and they mm-hmm. are, like, they steal from small artists and, like, they don't pay people correctly and, like, all this yeah. stuff came out against them. And I was, like, wild. I will never order from them again. Like, yeah. got it. And then, like, this whole new, like, brand of, like, e-girl got created. Yeah. And they were, like, oh, Dolls Kill has all of this, like, alternative apparel. Let's go Dolls Kill. And I was, like, yeah. man. And, like, that's always going to happen. Like, yeah. there will always be just a refresh of a brand. It's, like, the Jeffree Star thing, I think, is, like, a good example, too. Because, like, yeah. Jeffree Star was canceled years ago. Yeah. And then he, like, w- built this empire. And a whole bunch yeah. of tiny people had no idea that this was a and thing. And like, now he's so powerful yeah. again that, like... People don't know. Yeah, that goes back to, like, it's going to take time for people to realize. And then, like, for me personally, because I do use some of his stuff, not a whole lot because I don't really, like, when liquid lipsticks were a huge thing, Mm -hmm. I did like the formula. But I am very much, and maybe this is me being uneducated, but I'm very much, like, just, like, product person. Yeah. I don't really do a whole lot of research, and that's kind of something that I was wanting to get more into because... There are a lot of, like, smaller brands that have amazing products. Um, somebody actually made an entire thread, and there was, like, this really fucking gorgeous. This is off topic. <laughs> they no, have this, like, it. gorgeous, like, pigment, and I was like, holy shit, I need that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I've never been one to, like, do the research behind the people that are in the brand. Yeah. And then I found out, like, so, for example, like, Tati Lashes or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. so they sent me some lashes. I didn't know who the company was. And then I realized, my friend was like, you know that's uh, Momomo Mitchell's brand or whatever? I don't know who he is. Wild. What? I I didn't know that. I know. So that's his brand apparently. And she was like, oh my god, that's so cool. That's his brand. I was like, I did not know this. Why (laughs) is, what? And then there's this brand called M Cosmetics that I didn't know was made by Michelle Phan. So it's just interesting. Yeah. Like there's just like shit like that where it's like, I have never 
gone so far to do that, but maybe that's like an area that I should probably start doing. Yeah, but I it's started one of those things. Yeah, I just never. Yeah, I think I started doing it because my favorite thing. I used to love drama channels on YouTube, and I think <laughs> I still sometimes watch them. But I yeah. watch like more like commentary stuff now, or like yeah. big like deep dives into like. Onision is like my, my big thing. Cause like oh, yeah. being this little alternative kid, like I loved Onision when I was younger. Yeah. Like I used to watch like all of his Onision speaks videos and like sometimes he'd say things and I'd be like, ooh, like bad take, but like yeah. whatever. And then like this huge, like I I think it was like the right opinion, maybe did like this huge video series on it. Oh, I think yeah, I know. I think I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking wild. Yeah. And, like, just, like, all of the research he did, and he, like, put together, like, how, like, he manipulates people and, like, manipulates things and, like, everything that was bad about him. And I was, like, I need to go watch this now. Jesus. I don't even even know who that is, but now I want to watch it. He was just, like, (sighs) he was the dude that, like, dressed up in a banana costume and sang the I'm a Banana song, like, ten years ago. Oh. And then he had this, like, whole opinion channel, and he dated... Shiloh, like the little Canadian oh, music yes. star. Oh my god! And so I like that's. <laughs> See, I loved it. I was like, "That's my shit." Like, it was like that girl has red and black hair. Like, that's me. I want to be that because I was twelve and alternative. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And so like that was like the big thing for me. And then she like had like a breakdown, and he filmed it all. And I was like, "Whoa, this dude's fucked." And I stopped watching wow. him after that. And then all of this stuff came out against him, and I was like, "Whoa, wild!" But like that kind of style of video is where I yeah. like learned brands and like issues with brands and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But. That's actually a really good point. Like making sure that you're doing the education. So where am I going with this? I don't know. We, was- we went on a tangent. <laughs> As always, every single episode, I think so far at some point we've gone on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is I mean, I guess it doesn't really need to be a point, but... No, I mean, I guess that... To relate it back to, like, the cost of being on the internet, like... Yeah. You have to be educated to put yourself on the yeah. internet. Or be, like, willing to get educated. Like, yeah. if somebody comes to you and is like, hey, you too. should probably learn about this, you're like, mm-hmm. shit, yeah, I probably yeah. should. Like, you're correct. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's important, especially, like, not even just, like, the person putting themselves on the internet, but also, like literally anyone on the internet, like, anyone that follows somebody on the internet, whatever, I think it is important for you to be, like, educated on whatever it is that you're talking about. Yeah. Mainly because... a lot of because, people just, like, talk out their ass, though. So. Yeah. Well, and I think part of that, like, I think the reason that so many, like, influencers and whatever, like, get into shit is because, for one, the consumer or, like, average person on Instagram... They usually get mad at influencers because, like, they're the reason, usually, that these influencers are so big. Yeah. And they typically put money behind that. Like, they're, they'll, like, support the influencer with whatever. You know, so they have a collab coming up. They yeah. freaking go out and buy the product and whatever. So, of course, they're invested because money's involved. Yeah. Even if that isn't the case, like, they're another view. Like, they're giving them something that's now considered tangible and then it's very clear that the influencer is making money off of that. Yeah. And I think the reason that people get so testy about it is because, you know, they're putting their faith in the influencer. And I think that kind of stems, this is just my opinion, I think that kind of stems from people being, like, uneducated. Oh, yeah. Because if you, if your only research as a consumer is to watch 
a specific influencer talk about a certain product and then you find out that they actually didn't like the product that it was sponsored and now you're like I feel gypped like I don't know I kind of feel like you need to do more than just watch a one video on it yeah Yeah. and I'm not saying that they aren't to blame because there's definitely people where it's like okay I think you also just need to like be an educated consumer of media like yeah just in general Yeah. yeah exactly who you follow on the internet needs to be good people. Like I watch, like yeah, like Samantha Ravindahl. Yeah, like I love doesn't, her. and yeah. I've watched her for years and years and years. Same. And I've always been like, wow, you're like so honest. And then she was like, yeah, now I don't even do PR. Like, yeah, that was. Uh, I thought that was super interesting. Yeah, she makes a good point though. There is so much freaking waste and yeah. just like. It was, like, not even just packaging. waste and packaging, but, like, the amount of makeup that influencers get. And she's like, yeah. you know, I do my best to donate it all. And she's like, now I even buy all my own makeup. And do you know how much fucking makeup I have? And she's like, yeah. like, I get it. It's a job. But still, like, it's wild. It's a lot. Especially because brands come out with so much new shit. Like, yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah, I couldn't even imagine, like, having to yeah. deal with PR. <laughs> I know. Like, on that level. Or, like, watching, like, Tati do her, like, PR unboxings, like, once a week. I'm like, I know. how? Or you see people on Instagram, they'll just, like, post a random story, and it's, like, mm-hmm. piles of boxes. I'm like, wow. Can't even imagine. No, but, like, what? Like, oh, that just, it sounds so stressful. And, like, I'm not a minimalist by any means. Like, I yeah. own way more makeup than an average human being should own. Yeah. And, like, and it's still a lot, but. Like, I counted. I think I have, like. 40 lip liners or something ridiculous like that. Like, why? But, like... It's an addiction. Yeah. It's a specific... (laughs) Yikes. It's a niche in itself. I threw... Like, I threw out so much old makeup when I moved and, like, condensed it all, but I still have, like, a full... Yeah. Like, one of those, like, full. (laughs) Why? I know, like, my whole entire drawer is, like, full, and I still have stuff in my makeup kit, but... Yeah, but you do makeup. Yeah, true, but still. (laughs) I, like, wanted to at one point in time, but... (laughs) It's just, like, another thing. There's only so much one human being can do. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We will see you guys um, in another episode. Thanks for listening.